Hi, y'all. This is Kristen Chenoweth. Hi, I'm Gloria Stefan. This is Sarah Bareilles. Hi, I'm Patty Lapone. This is Lynn Manuel Miranda. You're listening to the Broadway Podcast Network. With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking.、Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and、uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick, so I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on ChumbaCasino.com. I looked over the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, even at thirty thousand feet. So sign up now at chumbacasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's chumbacasino.com and live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. VGW Group. Void were prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. Eighteen plus. Hey guys, today's show is brought to you by the extremely kind donations by our donors over at Patreon. Andrew, tell us what Patreon is. Uh, well, Patreon is a website that you can go to to support your favorite creators, which is, of course, us.、Um, <laughs> <laughs> what are some of the perks they can get, Jess?、Um, they get、um, after parties for each episode we post, so a fifteen-minute little discussion where me and Andrew just talk talk about anything we want.、Um, they get full-length <laughs> commentaries.、Um, they just posted the new Jekyll and Hyde one where we just really dunk on David Hasselhoff for two hours. <laughs> that's that's a lot of fun, though. And we dunk on Gerard Butler, and we dunk on、um, Joseph and the Amazing Technicolor Dreamcoat and Cats. And there's one where I got really way too drunk at the Tonys, and、excellent, literally was incoherent、content. by the end of it. Excellent, excellent content, content that you guys will have to pay to see.、Um, do you want to read the list of people who can currently see that? Of course, we have our current patrons, which we're going to thank. Entirely for their support, we have Stephanie L, Terry Needleman, Max Lunig, Benjamin Lear, Lily Ackles, Mackenzie Horner, John Donna, Taryn the Duck, Melissa Goldman, Jess Lightning, Ewan Cassidy, Haley McDonald, Tiskier, Cullen McLeod, Fire of September, Sam Bergman,、uh, Mina Maniri. I'm just gonna get that wrong every single time. Monica. She, she makes、Thoreau. fun of you on Patreon every week、I、because know, you try. To... It's great. It's great, Brent Black and Haley Murray, who I think is new. Welcome to the. So that's a new one. Yeah, she's、Welcome、brand new. I love her. <laughs> um, they give us a little financial support that helps us keep the lights on here at Musicals with Cheese. If you'd like to join them in supporting us, you get tons of fun perks such as patron-only commentaries, our episodes a day early, the aforementioned after parties. Just come join us on Patreon. All right, let's start this show. Hello, I'm Jesse McAnally. And I'm Andrew DeWolf, and welcome to Musicals with Cheese, a podcast where I try to get Andrew to like musical theater. And today, Andrew, we have a super special guest. Oh my God, do we another special guest? I thought we ended the <laughs> fucking plague. <laughs> <laughs> no, this one is one of our favorite guests from a previous episode. You might recognize him from the as the composer and book writer of Terrytown, as well as from the oncoming Disney Plus show Encore. It is Adam Walker. Hi, hello. <laughs> What's We've up? We've met before, I believe. How've you been? <laughs> We've, we've just been, been sitting here doing nothing for almost a year. So we. I literally right sit here and I, and I I sit here and I am force fed musicals. It's like that that one scene in that one movie everyone knows where you have your eyes open, held no, open, and, that,、no. and Jess is making me watch them, and that's it. But are you loving you them? Like, do you feel like you're <laughs> you're just、There's、such a better certainly... person now that you know them? I feel like if I pretend to like them, eventually it will stop. <laughs> no、What's、lie, literally,、like? literally in our last episode, Andrew came forward and said that musical theater was the only pure version of entertainment that currently exists. Truth.、Um, I said it wasn't influenced by China. <laughs> <laughs> also true. Yes, all these are true. So, what are we all gathered here together once more to talk about, Adam? Cheese. This, well, is, that this is this is the reason our show exists. <laughs> the show is the reason our show exists. I'm pretty sure, isn't it? Today we are covering the incredible Broadway classic "Hello Dolly." Hello Dolly. You shouldn't be able to say the name of it without singing the song. That's what I think. Hello. 
Dolly is a 1964 musical with lyrics and music by Jerry Herman, directed and choreographed by Gower Champion, and a book by Michael Stewart, based on Thornton Wilder's 1938 farce, The Merchant of Yonkers, which Wilder revised and retitled The Matchmaker in 1955. The musical follows the story of Dolly Gallagher Levi, a strong-willed matchmaker as she travels to Yonkers, New York to find a match for the miserly, well-known unmarried half-millionaire Horace Vandergelder. The show became one of the most enduring musical theater hits with four Broadway revivals and international success. It also made it was also made into a 1969 film, Hello Dolly, which won three Academy Awards. What the fuck? It was nominated for four <laughs> other categories. The fuck? I did not know this. Yes, <laughs> why did we not watch right the now? movie? We didn't watch the movie because to it's for this? it's no. You, the the movie is not an, a representation of the spirit of Hello Dolly, in my opinion. It, it won three Academy Awards. <laughs> that doesn't mean it is a representation of anything. What I literally looked win? at the song list and I was like, no, I am not doing this. Like the song list, it's like it has none of the good songs you like. Like it doesn't have I put my hand in it. Like it. That's true. I put my hand it, in it. <laughs> It doesn't have motherhood. It doesn't have anything. Like I'm like, what the fuck? Why would you make this if you're not going to adapt it correctly? And if you're not going to adapt it at all, why put anyone that isn't Carol Channing in it? Do you know the widow of Gene Kelly recently posted on Facebook? um, She scanned like an original handwritten list of potential cast members for that movie with Barbara Streisand and Carol Channing and all these other people on it for multiple roles. And it is a crazy thing to see because there's so many sort of different people that they considered going out to. I don't know why they didn't just give it to Carol Channing, but now we have this Barbara Streisand version for all eternity. Did, so did you hear the story about like what happened when Barbara Streisand lost the Tony to Carol Channing? No. Um, as what soon happened? as that it was announced that like, and cause she was up against her for funny girl that season. So it was Carol Channing versus Barbara Streisand. I thought she won the Tony for funny girl. No, no, she lost it to Carol Channing, and then she screamed out, you're all anti-Semites, and then stormed out of the theater. (laughs) I don't believe that. Got him. (laughs) Um, My source on that is the incredible podcast, My Little Tonys, which is great. Highly recommended. My Little Tonys. I've never heard of it. Mm -hmm. They're an incredible podcast that, like, episode by episode covers a different year of Tonys. Oh my god, I need to listen to this. Yes, very good. Um, if I if you guys get anything out of this podcast, um, listen to Terrytown and listen to My Little Tonys. All right. Okay. What do we think of Hello Dolly, you guys? I fucking love it. It's cheese. It's no, it's, no, what? No, I think you're wrong. Can I argue with you already? Is it too you early? You don't think it's cheese? I I feel like it's pure cheese. No, I think it is pure heart, sort of masquerading as cheese in order to drive home <laughs> its, its real, its powerful message. Can I stake okay. the middle ground of this that it is a heart made out of cheese? <laughs> 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 I don't oh know God. if that would be a very that, functional that's the, real, heart. that's the real Valentine's gift that everyone wants. <laughs> Honestly, yeah. Actually, yeah. People want a heart made of cheese. I would accept that very happily. I would a box of I cheese? Burnt. I would take and like a box say of like I like weird... different cheeses, like like yes. a box of chocolates, but this little cheese samples. That you Guys, should sell this. I'm going to the patent <laughs> office. <laughs> the patent office. <laughs> the cheese box. All right. <laughs> Adam, I want you to tell me your relationship with the show, because I can feel that you have this deep-seated relationship that neither I or Andrew really well, have. this is true. I mean, it's not that deep-seated. Basically, in middle school, um, I was probably in sixth That's grade. Deep. This is Well, deep. sure. Okay. <laughs> um, uh my parents got me the cassette tape of um, the revival recording that was currently touring the country that year. This is 1994. Um, Carol Channing was doing her farewell tour that was going to then culminate in like a one more Broadway revival at the Lundfontein Theater, I believe, um, in 95. And so my parents, they made a new cast recording for that. My parents got it for me and they also got me tickets to see the show when it was coming to Grand Rapids, Michigan. And um, I listened to it a lot. And this, you don't know this part of the story, Jesse, but I had a, a friend in middle school named Austin 
we met, he was in eighth grade, I think, uh, and I was in sixth grade, but we were in the middle school play together, which was Winnie the Pooh. I played Owl and he played Eeyore. This is not super important information for the story, but I just thought you'd want to know. Uh, and we well, I always over... shipped Owl and Eeyore, so... Yeah, also, honestly, we were kind of we're gonna have to cut this part because we kind of want that China money. To be honest, <laughs> we can't we can't talk about <laughs> Winnie the Pooh. What do you mean? Wait, what are you saying? What does that mean? Why? Oh, the president of China won't allow any imagery of Winnie the Pooh because of a meme that's gone around that says that he looks like him. So anything Winnie the Pooh related is banned in China. <laughs> oh my god, that's not made it onto my news app. Wow, <laughs> it's okay. hilarious. Okay, go on. <laughs> Continue. All right. All right. Anyway, so this Austin, so we became friends because we both loved Carol Channing. We loved her, especially in um, this Alice in Wonderland made for TV movie. I don't know if you've seen this from the 80s, but there's this brilliant, crazy mini series of Alice in Wonderland that Carol Channing is in and plays the White Queen and she sings these like bonkers songs and you should probably watch the whole thing if I'm being honest, but you should also certainly like YouTube just the musical numbers because they're amazing is um, it the one with ringo star or is that another one yes with ringo star is the mock turtle i've never heard yeah, of i this. remember that being insane it, it was it's, it's and sammy davis jr is the caterpillar what? it's like it's all these weird sort of b-list stars of the era doing this strange musical version of alice in wonderland with like a huge budget it's crazy um shirley Oh, God, what's her name from The Poseidon Adventure? Shelly Winters. Shelly Winters was like an Oscar-winning actress. She literally has like two lines as a dodo bird. Like it, none of it makes <laughs> any sense. You How can tell that, I think it was guess. ABC. You honestly should. It's not, it's never made its way to a stage, <laughs> but it's worth, it's crazy. I mean, just like smoke something it's, very I know extreme it's not and watch this, this. But it sounds like Oogie Loves, where it's like Christopher Walken and Cora Leachman are in it for no reason. <laughs> yes. It's like that. You just see these random people. It's so bizarre. Anyway, Carol Channing is in it. She sings like an amazing song called Jam Tomorrow, Jam Yesterday, but Never Ever Jam Today. It's about literally nothing. Jam. Um, and so I we can hear her, her just awesome say night. those words. Yeah. Um, and, and, and then... Uh, so, so, so Carol was coming to town. Hello, Dolly. We were super excited. He was like, oh, my God, I'm going to write her a letter and meet her. And I was like, oh, my God, that's a great idea. I'm going to do it, too. So I think we <laughs> faxed, like, handwritten letters to the hotel we knew she would be staying at. I mean, this is how you know that's your middle a is gay. This is, this, is how you, this is a gay child being raised. But we just loved her. Did Austin end up gay? Well, here's the sort of sad end to the story is Austin died the next year um, of leukemia. Yeah, that's what makes it really sad. I know. We really bonded over this thing and of Hello Dolly. And it was this beautiful sort of shared experience. And then um, he went off to high school and and had leukemia, I guess. And Jesus. I know. Oh, man. Oh, God. Isn't that awful? What a downer. You never thought oh, an episode man. about Hello, Dolly would make you cry, but there you go. Oh, what's that What's that Dolly. one song from Falsettos that I can't remember? <laughs> <laughs> what would I do if I had oh. met you? Oh. <laughs> Dedicated to you, Austin. Pouring some out for Austin today. Poor Austin. We're having, we're having hoodsy cups tonight, just for you. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I do wonder, like, what he would be up to now. It's so sad. God. Anyway, fell in love with Dolly. Anyway, sorry, we did have to God, this is this so is going on to be like a really great episode, right along with our Merrily episode. Andrew, what did you think of Hello Dolly? Oh well, I mean, my introduction <laughs> to Hello Dolly was uh, this one weird guy that I've known for way too long forced me to watch the Tonys for some reason. And uh, they they sang this one song where the guy wanted a penny in his pocket and it was really goofy and cheesy. Yeah. And uh, now, now I have to do this every other week. That's insane. <laughs> you know, that penny in my pocket song is not, not traditionally in Hello, Dolly. That was added for the revival. Mm-hmm. Really? Oh, yeah. That, that that's was, never uh, been in Hello, Dolly before. That song is absolute you know, madness. I don't know what the hell the point of it is, but I think I, it, they, it was so David Hyde Pierce and they wanted to give him a song. And they I did. was, uh, 
when I was watching the musical, I was like, that's why is this song here? It doesn't even relate no. to anything. Nothing. <laughs> and why there did they is. perform it at the Tonys is more the question. <laughs> yeah, they're like, here's a song from the classic musical, and it's uh, kind of not really in it, though, but you know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> that entire Tony years was a shit show. Do you remember who hosted that year? I know no. Andrew does. Was it Sarah Bareilles and Josh Groban? No, the year before. No, that, that was the no. year before. I don't know who. Oh, Kevin, Kevin Spacey. Spacey. <laughs> yeah. Oh God. Oh dear. Yeah, that was a good year. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Dear Evan Henson stole every Tony from the Great Comet, and Jesse cried into his sleep. And Kevin oh. Spacey got paid. <laughs> wow. Yeah, that is also a bad thing that happened. <laughs> I was gonna make a joke about Kevin Spacey getting shoved down our throats, but it's probably not. Oh God! <laughs> You're gonna actually have to make me edit this episode, damn it, Adam! <laughs> no, keep that in. That's funny. That's hilarious. Yeah. <laughs> so I did not actually watch Hello Dolly until Adam suggested it. I'm like, well, I guess I should finally take a look at this. I love Carol Channing, and I love. Mm everything about this like everything around this made it seem like i liked it because i've heard every song from it i've never heard it in context so i might as well give it a watch and it's fun it is fun <laughs> i don't i i'm just sad that there what isn't did you a watch recording. did you watch a bootleg or something what did you watch Shh, but yeah we did we watched the bet midler bootleg because oh. i didn't time my buying of ticket to see carolee Cam- carmelo right in time so it didn't oh, work Right. I will weeks. say it is it is one of those shows that is very much um, better experienced live when you can laugh, mm-hmm. you know, within a giant house full of people and it's all and you can, can really, you know, get into the facial expressions and things. Oh, I agree. I probably is. Can we all agree that it probably doesn't work as a film? Like, I don't as much as I would have loved a film adaptation with Carol Channing. I don't think this story works as a film. <laughs> I don't know. I mean, I don't know. There's not a huge amount of story, uh, to be honest. That's I mean, that is true. That's a good point. <laughs> I do think that I it think it would work as like one of those NBC live shows. I think it would be really great would. as one of those. Yeah, yeah. It's not a bad film, honestly. It's it's not a bad film if you watch the Barbara Streisand version. It's just that she is wrong for the role. She's too young. She's just sort of not a great. Fit for it, but other than that, as a film, like the dance sequences and some of the scenes are great. And Walter Matthau plays Horace Vandergelder, and he's great. And Michael Crawford is Cornelius, so it's a great cast, um, except Can for I... Barbara. She's just miscast. Did you know that that film single handedly ruined musical theater films as like an yeah. industry? Yeah, I did. They took really? a long break after that. Yeah. What, what was the reason? Because it won a bunch of awards. You'd think that would be it was like a, a boon. A monumental flop financially. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Oh, okay. Because it cost well, so yeah. much to make yeah. it, and it didn't make nearly any of its money back. I mean, I don't think I would have gone to see it. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. Why not, Andrew? It seems like right next to the Avengers Endgame, because back then it was like a three hour event that they'd have a road show and intermissions and all that. Oh, man. Intermissions. If only we still had those. You know oh, what? Yeah. We, no, I don't like them. What are you supposed to do during them? I saw a drag show last night. The whole show was only 45 minutes, but there was a 20-minute intermission in the middle of it, and I was like, what the hell's going on? Just get through the show so I can go home. You know, I have I to had go to the s- bathroom, but I don't want to miss uh, <laughs> Captain America fighting Thanos. <laughs> oh, sure. Because Andrew has has diarrhea every 35 minutes on the dot. (laughs) On the dot. (laughs) Great. How long have we been on this call? Um, 21 minutes. (laughs) It's coming. It's coming. It's coming, guys. Why do you think our show has a a, a mid show interruption? It does, it's coming, don't worry. Oh, good. No, here's what I think, also why I think that movie was sort of a failure is because of the casting of Barbara Streisand, because I think, like, we forget that back in those days, Broadway was such, like, a national sort of part of the national zeitgeist and conversation, and there were Broadway stars on talk shows and game shows and things, and people in America, even if they never came to New York, sort of 
we're in on that world and we're buying cast albums. And Hello, Dolly was so phenomenally successful as a stage show. And it was so associated with Carol Channing, who then toured it all over the country. So everyone always had Carol Channing in their mind as Dolly. She was Dolly. I wouldn't have, I mean, yeah, I also wouldn't have wanted to go see this bootleg version with Barbara Streisand. Like, sorry. And can I also say the show was still running on Broadway at the time? Yeah, what? Yeah, it makes no sense. Who directed it? It's someone famous. Um, Is it someone famous? Like, someone someone with clout directed that garbage? Yeah. I and then think, won I mean, three Academy Awards for it? I'm like, hold on, I'm on IMDb right now. Let me just... MDBA. Gene Kelly. Gene Kelly directed it. There Gene you Kelly, it. yes. But I feel like he was like a... He like even said like I wasn't really there for it like I, I it was a director for hire basically. <laughs> okay. He like I remember them saying like I didn't really care. <laughs> I didn't really care. How do you not care when someone's giving you budgets of millions of dollars to put something on screen? You better care a little bit. My God. Because eh. he's been doing this since the beginning. He's Gene Kelly. He can just wipe his ass with the film reel, and they can still say it's Gene Kelly. He directed Probably it. When- at least, probably win at least one award. Mm. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Do you want to know what it won? Yeah, I do. I I was curious. It won best sound, best music, score of a musical picture, and best art direction. There you go. And what did the original Broadway production win in terms of Tonys? Because it was the record setter for a number of Tonys for like decades after, where nothing even came close in terms of yeah, how many it was- Tonys it won. I think it was only beaten by the producers in 2001. That's great. That's like 40 years. Yes. It opened in the 60s and was not beaten until like early 2000s. That's insane. Holy crap. That's pretty incredible. I, that's something to be very proud of. Mm-hmm. Good job, and I think Dolly. That, and I'm not even saying that it doesn't deserve it because it is incredible. I'm just saying that Carol Channing is Dolly Levi. And even watching yes. Bette Midler do her version of Dolly Levi, it's just like, yes. this would be better if it was said in Carol Channing's cadence. Because yes. Bette Midler has this, like, rapscallion attitude to herself where it's like, I know what I'm doing. Whereas Carol Channing's like, well, why do you just, why don't we just eat? Like, come on, we're fine, Horace. Oh, wow. That's an impression, isn't it? Was that is that what she sounds like? I don't think so. Have you never heard what Carol Channing sounds like? Let's talk about the story. I want to talk about the story. Let's talk about the story. Good idea. There's a huge amount of story. Uh, I disagree, but let's go. Dolly wants to marry Horace, but Horace doesn't know because he wants to marry someone else. And then mm-hmm. there's also these two other guys that like want to get laid. And... Then there's these. They want to kiss a girl that... and they want to spend every dollar they have. They have very simple needs. They have like one dollar though, so it doesn't take much. <laughs> <laughs> and and then there's another girl who wants to marry a guy, but she has he has to impress Horace Vandergelder, which is a great name. Um, yes, 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 yes. And and then uh, they do stuff in New York <laughs> for a period of time, and then they end up in court because it's a musical. <laughs> <laughs> Adam, how would you describe that plot to sc- the synopsis? Would you say it's accurate? No, I wouldn't. Well, I would. Say, it's yes, it's accurate, but I wouldn't say it really. Uh, takes it doesn't into capture the spirit, all the nuance and the spirit of Hello Dolly. I, that's right. Yes, all of. I that mean, there happens. is the one part where the clerks hide in the closet for like a long time, forty-five minutes. <laughs> <laughs> Like, way too long? (laughs) Oh, no. Hello, Dolly is about living. It is about taking your given circumstances and and saying, I still deserve my humanity and I am going to live. You know, it's it, the the important fact of it is it's about a, a widow. It is someone whose beloved lifelong husband has died and she has to find it within her to give herself permission to rejoin the human race. And it's about all these people who are sort of stuck where they are. You've got a second widow in Irene who sort of is on one track just to marry this wealthy man, but really wants to find love. You've got these clerks who also want to experience life and love because they've never left their jobs in Yonkers, New York. You've got Horace Vandergelder who is marrying for all the wrong reasons. And then, you know, you've got Dolly who's, who's going, 
how, you know, how does she sort of move on from the passing of her husband and find it within her to continue living? Well, I know how she does it. She does it before the parade passes by. That's right. That's right. And she's got that beautiful monologue beforehand about, you know, wanting Mm, a sign and yeah. Where does the polka competition come into this, though? <laughs> That's just for all the lies to get revealed. The- That's like a plot <laughs> contrivance, but I love it. <laughs> yes, obviously there are some like there are some elements to the plot that are sort of just there. I think to to serve the musicality of it and to give it a sense of fun and things. But that's another couple. That's the same thing. It's about this love where Ermengarde who is Horace Vandergelder's niece, wants to marry a poor painter, which is not what he wants for her. And she has to run away to New York and prove that their love is deserving of being recognized him by winning a poker competition, which makes no sense. But it really is to show I, that Dolly they can, said so. Dolly <laughs> said so. And it's to show that they can stand on their own two feet and he can support her and, you know, all these things. Yes, a lot of it is like silly, very silly, but underneath it all, there's so much heart there. Oh, I just love it so much. And I think that a lot of that heart goes only is exuded when you have the right performers in the roles. Like, sure. There's so many like falsettos. If you have one of those actors not working, then none of the show works. Mm-hmm. I don't think falsettos is a great show, to be honest with you, but sure. Well, I think it's a show much like Hello Hey. I think it's a show that much like Hello Dolly is only made great by its performers. I think that Hello Dolly stands on its own in uh, in it is timeless in a way that Falsettos isn't. I think Falsettos is very of its time and of its sort of moment and it's very specific about a certain group of people. I think Hello Dolly, there's a reason that it you know, is perennial. You have seen it all over the world for all these years. It's because actually it's so accessible and it's so fun for everybody. And um, maybe you you don't dig as deep with certain performers as you do with others. But like Carol Channing's not known as this dramatic actress. All she's ever been is a comedian and a clown. And she makes the whole thing well, fly. She's, she's sincere, which is what gives you that heart. If you had a cynical actor, which I think was... Like, if you had a Patty Lapone in there who would bring, like, the cynicism out and, like, the sly looks to the audience, I don't think it would work as well. Sure. Yeah, I think, I don't think it would work as well. I don't think it will ever work as well as with Carol Channing, but I still think it works. I've seen Carol do it. I saw Bette do it twice live. I saw Donna Murphy do it. And then I recently I saw Betty Buckley do the tour. And um, oh, I bet were, she was incredible. They were all very different. And, but I still, you know, I still got choked up in the same places every time that monologue and it only takes a moment which is just such a gorgeous song and sentiment i think it works i think you know i think high schools do it and yeah you're not going to feel the same thing about like widowhood that you do with some of an older actress but i still think everyone has a great time Mm -hmm. i agree (laughs) but it is very cheesy Today's show is brought to you by the extremely kind donations by our donors over at Patreon. Our patrons include Stephanie L., Terry Needle, Matt Slunig, Benjamin Lair, Lily Ackles, Mackenzie Horner, John Donna, Taryn the Duck, Melissa Goldman, Jess Lightning, Ewan Cassidy, Haley McDonald, Taskier, Callum McLeod, Fire of September, Sam Bergman, Mina Muniri, Monica Theroux, Brent Bre- Brent Black, Haley Murray, <laughs> and that's it. It's sad when like a name like Brent Black is the one that trips me up, but Monica Mina Maniri doesn't. Um, All right. They give us a little financial support that helps us keep the lights on here at Musicals with Cheese. If you'd like to join them in supporting us and get tons of fun perks, such as patron-only commentaries, our episodes a day early, and so much more, come join us over at Patreon. Andrew, is there anything you want to say about Patreon? Um, Thank you so much for donating. We love you all. You're all right. All right, let's get back to the show. Lucky Land Casino, asking people, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? 
In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Step into the world of power, loyalty, and luck. I'm going to make him an offer he can't refuse. With family, cannolis, and spins mean everything. Now, you want to get mixed up in the family business. Introducing The Godfather at ChompaCasino.com. Test your luck in the shadowy world of the Godfather slot. Someday, I will call upon you to do a service for me. Play the Godfather, now at ChampaCasino.com. Welcome to the family. No purchase necessary. VGW Group. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. Lucky Land Casino. Asking people, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on ChumbaCasino.com. I looked over at the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's ChumbaCasino.com and live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. VGW. Void or prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Let's talk about Call on Dolly, because I think that's a great opening number, and it really <laughs> brings us into the world of Dolly Levi. Yeah. There is a dancing horse. There sure is. <laughs> there really is. <laughs> that, I mean, that's all I have to say. Mm-hmm. <laughs> what do you think of the song, Adam? <laughs> I think it's good. It's, you know, it's, it's weird, because you don't actually meet any of the main characters in Hello, Dolly until after the opening number. None of them are in the opening number. Um, but I think it's, it nicely sort of sets up the tone and it sets up who she is, which is a meddler who can do anything and everything, and she does. So, you know, I don't... I, I, I sort of forget about Call on Dolly because I just equate it with I put my hand in there because they're sort of of a piece which to I me. Did. yeah. So, um, yeah, I have They're kind of the same... Yeah. Yeah, same song, I would say. Yeah, I would sort of agree. I don't know. This like sets up like the world we live in a lot more than say "Call on Dolly," which mo- or oh, than "Put My Hand on It," which is a s- more of a solo number. Okay. <laughs> well, they're connected. Okay. Inter- they're intertwined. One of them has a dancing horse. The other one, <laughs> the other one has Dolly in it. <laughs> <laughs> yes. True. Then, ta- then let's talk about "I Put My Hand in It." In there. It's, it's not, you don't put your hand in it. I yes. put my hand in. Why should the tortured creatures beat around the bush when heaven knows Mother Nature always needs a little push? So I put my hand in here. I put my hand in there. And a girl over six foot three loves a man who comes up to her ear. Surely it's obvious she'll never be seduced till some kind soul condescends to give her bow a little boost. So I put my hand in there. I put my hand in there. Yeah. When you say in it, people are thinking about something <laughs> yeah. else. Yeah. And that's... Well, listen. Not you what know, Dolly's talking about. Everyone since since Broadway prepared, everyone sort of knows of this song as like the ultimate theme song for fisting, right? <laughs> <laughs> if you listen, put my hand in it. If you listen to the if you, if you listen to the lyrics at the end, 
it's you know she's talking about she talks about her pinky and her index finger and she's curling them all up and oh, yeah. then I oh, give yeah. a fist a little she literally says it in the lyrics so that's the sort of joke <laughs> I think that's the oldest See, joke not, about this song is that that's really an anthem for the fisting community I'm not a part of the fisting community is this accurate Andrew <laughs> um well I mean it depends which end you're on but I'd say so there you go there you go <laughs> The trouble is when the dancing horse wants to come join the fisting party. That's when you really find yourself in trouble. Then you've got a Mr. Dancing commentary on this song. I am fine with dancing horse joining the fisting party. (laughs) (laughs) This this is this is great commentary, guys. Like we're gonna win a Webby Award for this podcast. Like we're all gonna be crying. Of course, of course. Let's bring Austin's memory and make it a good one. Let's talk about I Put My Hand In. Oh, Austin loved that song. <laughs> Did he? <laughs> I don't know, and we'll never know. That's the sad truth of it. <sighs> I guess that's all we have to say about that. It takes a woman, then. It takes a woman all powdered and pink to joyously clean out the drain in the sink and it takes an angel with long golden lashes and soft dresden fingers for dumping the ashes yes it takes a woman a dainty woman a sweetheart a mistress a wife oh yes it takes a woman a fragile woman to bring you the sweet things in life Yes, it does. Um, it takes a woman is, is Horace Vandergelder's sort of introduction song. I think it's clever. I think it's uh, it's got some clever wordplay and things, and it's an interesting concept to give. You know, there's no real villain in Hello Dolly, but I guess Horace Vandergelder is sort of the closest. Capitalism. Yeah, capitalism. Sure. I guess, but what he's... are you talking about? Penny in my pocket is is an anthem, my <laughs> man. Yes, that's right. <laughs> that is a villain song. No, it <laughs> goes right up there next to "Be Prepared." <laughs> Penny in my pocket. What a joke! I did... the one thing I don't like <laughs> what about a Penny. Joke. <laughs> I love Penny in my pocket, but it does imply that he murdered his wife. Oh, I, we, I, I'm losing. Yeah, I just, I just, yes. me too. You Sorry. Just... I love Penny in my pocket, but it does imply he murdered his wife. Does it? I can't remember how it goes. Okay, can like we skip there's... to that for a second? What do you mean it implies he murdered his wife? Like, there's one part where he's just describing his life, and he's like, I put that penny in my pocket, and then my wife died! Long, awkward pause. I put a penny in my pocket! <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> there's a lot of dead spouses in Hello, Dolly. I will tell you that much. And a lot of implication I mean, of murdering your spouse. I never Do you got think that. Irene really murdered her husband? No. I don't know. Irene. Maybe Irene's she did. Stuck in that hat shop. I don't know. Irene, I think, is like the bachelorette I'd probably be the most interested in in this show. Okay. <laughs> you don't have a lot of choices, so. Yeah. I, I mean, I, I Dolly, want Dolly. Dolly would gaslight me into thinking like five different things aren't true, so. And that I don't want funny. Ernestine. Yeah, yeah, Dolly's like the original gaslighter, really, isn't she? She sort of can just convince you of anything, and in the end, she convinces Horace that he loves her. It's <laughs> scary. That's scary. I don't, I don't want to think about this anymore. She's scary, like, in her uh, <laughs> maneuvers. It really, like, I'm just watching it, and like, he doesn't want this, and yet she's just not taking no for an answer, and she's forcing him to sit at dinner, and he can't even pay for it. Yeah, he doesn't it's, even like beans. It's not okay. It's not okay. And I mean, those weirdos have his wallet. Not okay. There's yeah. so many laws broken, and I'm sure we're all supposed to laugh at Horace. But then again, I'm like, he just got robbed, and this girl is gaslighting him into thinking he likes beats. No heart. No heart. <laughs> and it's all hilarious because he's a rich man. Yeah. All right. It's not that he's a rich, it's that he's a miser. That's the issue. He's a miser. Put on your Sunday clothes, there's lots of world out there. Get out the brilliantine and dime cigars. We're gonna find adventure in the evening air. Girls in white in a perfume night, where the lights are bright as the stars. 
Let's talk about put on your Sunday clothes. Oh my god, is there a better number in the history of musical theater? I don't think there is. I don't think so. I don't think there is, no. I love this song so much. <laughs> I saw, um, when I saw Bet do it the first time, it was the invited dress rehearsal in New York. And the energy in this number, I think it was like a standing ovation mid-song when that cast came out in those, like, multicolored outfits and they're just walking you know in that sort of stylized way and there's a train coming on stage that is theater magic and you've got those like amazing eighth notes going and it's all like train sounds oh my god i'm like getting hard thinking about it it's brilliant it's brilliant musical theater it, there's nothing better. And the internal rhymes that Jerry Herman is giving you in all that stuff. To, uh, you know, we'll see the shows at Delmonico's and we'll close the town in our world and we won't come home until we've kissed a girl. Genius. What's the asters? We'll, Fantastic. We'll, so, we'll something the asters. We'll, we'll meet the asters at Tony Pastors and something, something. Oh my God, it's so it's, good. It's incredible. Like, even watching a bootleg, I wanted to stand up and applaud. Like, it is You should have. I like when a public place people have stared. (laughs) (laughs) Andrew interjecting with his great commentary. We'll join the Astros. I like when they say Barnaby. They say they say Barnaby a few times, right? Mm -hmm. Mm-hmm. That's his name. Yeah. Yeah, Yeah. I know, but they say it like a lot. Sure. (laughs) Yeah, poor Barnaby just wants to go see that stuffed whale. He's going to get to New York and see that stuffed whale. No, he He doesn't. He never sees the whale. He never sees the whale. That's actually a good thing because. He shouldn't be giving his money to the Barnum people because they abuse elephants and they prefer performs public surgeons in front of people. His name is so. Barnaby. What does he care? <laughs> I don't get it. I don't get it either. Okay. <laughs> Sometimes Andrew I says see, shit. I want to see a stuffed we, whale. I like that seems cool. But I no, the Barnum people are bad whale. people. I think there's a stuffed whale in Grand Rapids, Michigan, actually, at that museum. What's that museum called? The Henry um, or the Gerald Ford Museum? No, that's just about Gerald Ford. No, it's well, something else. Just a stuffed whale in the middle of it. Like no, it's a on. different place, and there's like a carousel and a stuffed whale. And I think we had prom there one year. Uh, you got to see a stuffed whale. You oh. were in Grand Rapids, Michigan for prom. Yeah. <laughs> Didn't he say he lived there, Jess? Actually, I lived in he Holland, lived in Holland Michigan, not Grand Rapids. But, but Grand Rapids was like the nearest town where the tours would come, and we went there for prom one year. I stand for motherhood, America, and a hot lunch for orphans. Take off your hat, sir. Betsy Ross's flag is passing. Do you see him on the hill at Gettysburg? Need that great triumphal arch. If you see him as he's trampling through the grapes of wrath, stand up and march, march, march. Let's talk about motherhood. <laughs> All right. I hear it's very painful. Making me recall how lovely love can be. And so I will proudly wear ribbons down my back, shining in my hair. Did we skip ribbons down my back? Jess, I want to hear what he has to say. I mean, I don't have that much, like, I don't think I have that much insight into it. I just think it's a gorgeous song. A lot of girls sing it and should sing it. And it's beautiful. And I think it's really interesting to hear the different versions. Like, um, if you listen to the original, original Broadway version where, um, who was Irene? It's that famous actress uh, from Clue, the movie Clue. Um, Eileen Brennan. Eileen Brennan, I think, was the original Irene Malloy, Mrs. Peacock in Clue. Um, She, I think, originated that role on Broadway and does it like very sort of legit. And then you get to the 90s revival and uh, Florence Lacey sort of belts the whole thing. And it's like a very different style of song. And then I think Kay Baldwin in the revival sort of mixed the two and did a, a beautiful, as always, version. It's a stunning yeah, song and it's a plaintive song. I used to, I think I used to like sing that song to myself in my bedroom and cry. This is what you're dealing with here in terms of my personality and my history. But like, it's just this beautiful yearning for love and for someone to notice you. And what does that take? If it takes sewing a bunch of long ribbons to a hat so that they dance in the breeze and maybe then you'll finally 
be noticed by the man you love. Ah, it's gorgeous. Maybe I should wear more hats. With ribbons. I've always wanted to wear more hats. I look terrible in hats. It does I have, a, I have a really strange head shape. When I put like a baseball cap on, it, it literally it looks like someone's like hit me in the head with a frying pan. Like it's just doesn't look right. I'm trying to imagine that I'm, now with like the pictures I've seen of you, and I think mm-hmm. you'd look pretty good. No. You'd probably look a little too no, you're like, masculine for your personality type. <laughs> you saying that's a problem, Jeff? <laughs> no, I'm just saying it might not match the human that I, the I wonderful mean, human I have here, probably wouldn't match with like a uh, mega hat on. Well, I certainly would not. Why would be he wear a mega hat? Mega hat. Uh, is, no, any, isn't that what all baseball hats are now? No, I, I don't believe so. I, um, I think I have a wonderful hat from the original production of Sideshow that I put on once in a while. Oh my god! <laughs> you you could wear that, and you could still keep your personality. Yeah, yes, but I don't look good in I don't look good in hats. I trick people into thinking I have a normal head shape because my hair is curly, and it sort of hides the fact that I have a, a strangely formed head. What shape is your head? Is it like Ohio or like, what is the shape like? Tennessee. Michigan. It's really weird. It's a, it comes it's to a point and then there's another hand. There's another piece above it. my head. That's right. <laughs> Just coming out of the top. That's the part I hang I've always thought on. it looks like a dog jumping over a cactus, you know? What? What the fuck are you talking? Let's talk about before the parade passes by, guys. <laughs> Look at that crowd up ahead. Pardon me if my old spirit is showing All of those lights over there Seem to be telling me where I'm going When the whistle blows And the cymbals crash And the sparklers light the sky I'm gonna raise the roof I'm gonna carry on Give me an old trombone Give me an old baton Before the parade I love this song so much. Like I was like in tears, like when I was first listening to this. Like, oh my god! Yeah, it only works if you had that monologue before it. Of course, you need the monologue. I think this is the the least the least cheesy part of the whole show. This song Most was sincere, not yeah. um, was not in the show originally. Actually, it was uh, oh. when the show was trying out in its out of town tryout before it ever came to Broadway. Uh, it was trying out in Detroit, actually, of all places, Jesse, where you. they were in detroit and it was not getting good reviews or good reception from the audience and um because we're detroiters and we hate everything there you go and in their infinite wisdom jerry herman and uh gower champion and david merrick the producer said you know we need this number here and jerry herman wrote it right there in detroit in a hotel room and woke the famous story is he woke up carol channing in the middle of the night and was like you got to come to my hotel room right now i got to hear you sing the song we're gonna put it in the show tomorrow and there, there you go. Can that parade passes by? There's a there's a Sesame Street character that comes to mind when you do that, but I can't think of which one. Who is that? Do it again. I'm do not it doing again. it again. Let's talk about Hello Dolly. <laughs> <laughs> I think we're we're skipping some things here. Are we not we're skipping? We're at 50 minutes. We got. Oh, there's we've a got... lot of dance numbers in Act Two. Oh yeah, my God, there we skipped. Like... Da- we skipped dancing. You can't skip dancing. You can't skip the I, dancing, Jess. No, not the dancing. The song dancing. <laughs> the song dancing where oh, Dolly teaches Cornelius how to dance. Cornelius and Barnaby how to dance, and they fall in love with Irene and Minnie Fay. Oh, God, I love it so much. We can skip it. All right, go on. We skipped elegance, to be fair, also. <laughs> no, only because in the interest of time, and, like, I'm getting hungry, and I have things got to do. elegance if you ain't got Elegance you can never, ever carry in Middle class, don't speak of it, Sam We reek of it, some were born with rags and patches But we use dollar bills for matches and Yes, fair. I'm with you. Elegance, which I think is important to just to mention the song Elegance, you know, when they're as they're walking to the Harmonia Gardens restaurant, because actually Elegance secretly, or I guess not so secretly after your listeners get a load of this, was um, in fact not written by Jerry Herman. What? There you go. See, that's the scoop. 
Who wrote it? Who wrote it? But I can't remember. <laughs> Wait, you can't just... Uh, what a, uh, what a fact we got back. I'm Googling it. I'm Googling it. I'm sorry to drop Bob. Cut out, cut out, edit out can the we, part where I Can I we all just remember. consistently be shocked that Jerry Herman is still alive? Jerry Herman is very much still alive. Um, and living in, in Florida, I think. Jerry Herman That is. sounds about right. Bob Merrill. Bob Merrill wrote Bob Elegance. Merrill. There you go. But, okay. Wow, Bob Merrill wrote Elegance. Tell me more. There's, there's not much more to say. There's not that much more to say. Bob Merrill is um, the lyricist of Funny Girl and wrote music and lyrics for mm-hmm. Carnival, the musical, um, and also wrote Elegance. So there you have it. Mm-hmm. But why I did it like end Elegance... up in the show? Why did why did Jerry Herman not write it? I think it's more the question. Do you know how I did it end up being that? I don't actually know. I I don't know. I feel like Elegance should have opened Act Two, and Penny in my pocket probably shouldn't be there. In the in the <laughs> traditional version of Hello Dolly that everyone else has done <laughs> since the beginning of time, Elegance does open Act Two. <laughs> you know, in every good version, penny in my pocket doesn't exist. That's right. I put a penny in my pocket. And in a little time, that penny in my pocket had grown into a dime. And in a little longer, a quarter jingled out. I put the quarter in the teapot and I waited till the teapot had a dollar in the spout. I put the dollar in my mattress and had some pleasant dreams till suddenly my mattress was bursting at the seams. And that's how I acquired the wealth I now possess. That little penny was the secret. Yes, that penny was the secret of my success. Penny in my pocket, I'm reading now on Wikipedia, uh, was cut prior to the Broadway opening for time, and then they added it back. It is not included in the licensed version. Song. It doesn't belong in this show, but I love it anyways. It's cut it's really funny and it's super cheesy, but it's so pointless. <laughs> And it implies that he murdered his wife, but that's fine. Mm. Jess, you just like to interpret things where they're they're not even there. It's not even there. They're, the look he gives the audience after that pause is like, um, we're not talking about that anymore. Let's move on before you ask questions. Sure. Mm-hmm. Sure it is, mm-hmm. Jess. Because he married the boss's <laughs> wife and inherited all that money. So I'm like, it makes sense that he murdered his wife. Okay. Do you think he's going to murder Dolly then? If we're lucky. No! Hello, Dolly. Well, hello, Dolly. What a song. Are we moving on? We're talking about the song. The song. Yes? Yes, we're talking about the, yes. the song. I mean, it's just one of the best songs of all time. One of the most successful songs of all time. You know, when um, mm. it was famously covered by God damn it, Louis what? Armstrong. Louis Armstrong. Why am I having? It's because it's the end of it. For anyone listening who doesn't know, it is nighttime. It is dark out, and I am tired, and I am not forming coherent thoughts. So I apologize. We are really doing this on Halloween. Louis Armstrong, who then cameos yes, on the number in the movie. You know, in the movie, he plays yes, like he a, does. the band leader at the Harmonia Gardens. And he does a cameo in the number. Um, yeah, you know, one of the great all-time songs in the American Songbook for all time. Did you know that the original title of the show was Dolly, A Damned Exasperating Woman, and then Call on Dolly, but then Merrick changed it once he heard Louis Armstrong's version of Hello, Dolly. Genius. David Merrick yeah. was a crazy genius. What did he have, like seven Marketing wives wizard. off and on David Merrick? Mm-hmm. insane wonderful book the abominable showman i recommend everyone read it mm-hmm. where is my copy speaking I of which a lot about love it only takes a moment for your eyes to meet and then 
Okay, we have to talk about It Only Takes a Moment. Oh my goodness. This song is so incredible. Mm-hmm. Like, I, I, I loved it so much. It's stunning. Stunning. I like that they're, they're in a courtroom. I mean, <laughs> fantastic. It's beautiful. I mean, the way he... Uh, <laughs> I feel like maybe you're being sarcastic I'm just, about this I'm courtroom. just now noticing that every musical ends in a courtroom. And... Yeah, 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 yeah. It's a very sort of tried and true trope, I think, of a certain era of musicals to have this courtroom scene. And only one of them ever ends in a hanging. Oh, dear. (laughs) But I think classic musicals, I think courtrooms. Night court. Night court. (laughs) The musical. (laughs) Yeah, what a a trial this must have been. There's like 30 people all on trial at the same time. It makes no sense. (laughs) There's no jury is on trial. Whatsoever. There's no jury. Just do you remember that guy. scene from the dark night where they're like how do you plead and like all the like gangsters are like screaming at the same time it was just like that they should have sung it only takes a moment instead it would have had a very different outcome oh yeah that would change the whole movie i would have liked that <laughs> stop the entire action oh, it only takes a moment someone called christopher nolan he got it wrong obviously yeah. do you know why why haven't we had a superhero musical movie why hasn't this? Uh, we have. Well, um, oh, technically, have... the Superman musical was recorded and put on TV. It's a bird. It's a planet. Superman. Yeah, that was the Hal Prince musical was yeah. played on TV and filmed okay. like a film. Okay, but that's but a TV want, like, movie. That's not no, like I, a yeah, theatrical, I want, like, a, an action movie, like a superhero movie. I want a Marvel Comics universe musical. One of these stupid Avengers has to be able to sing, right? Why aren't they all singing all the yeah. time? Tony Stark sick. knows how to sing. Yeah, what's his name's always doing like music? Start they, over the MCU Guardians and of just the galaxy musicals sort of are dancing, aren't they? So why not just do yeah. all and the those? Those are kind of those are jukebox musicals as it is. I mean, yes, exactly. we should do that. Yes, they should just break out into song, make them much more enjoyable. But unfortunately, it would probably also make them longer. Yeah, intermissions. <laughs> Maybe we can bring those back. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I can go to the bathroom. Mm-hmm. Andrew has diarrhea every 35 minutes, which is why we should probably wrap up. We are well beyond that, sadly. (laughs) Hello, darling. Well, hello, darling. It's so nice to have you here where you belong. I never knew, darling. Without you, darling, life was awfully flat, and more than that was awfully wrong. So, folks, what are we thinking of Hello, Dolly? Uh, Overall thoughts and your cheese ratings. Hello, Dolly is one of my all-time favorite shows, one of my all-time favorite scores. Carol Channing is an icon and a hero and a goddess to me. Everyone should listen to her, listen to her singing this score. My favorite recording is, for nostalgic reasons, the 94-95 revival cast recording. Please listen to it and um, enjoy. Go see Hello, Dolly! when you get a chance. Do watch the film, but try to ignore Barbara Streisand. And um, I just think... I always do. Exactly. In she life. bears ignoring. Uh it's just one of the all-time greats, you know, one of the most successful musicals of all time, and it's for a reason. It's because it, it's got everything you could want in a musical. It's got these giant musical numbers. It's got so much heart. It's laugh-out-loud funny. Um, it's a great Tons showcase for great comedic actors and singers. Tons of dancing, a dancing horse, songs about fisting, everything you could possibly want in a musical. <laughs> I, I rate it 100 out of 100. I don't know what the rating system is. Oh, cheese. I... Cheese, it's just cheese. It's just cheese. I would rate this a Parmigiano Reggiano because I think it's very versatile, but has a strong flavor. I think the outside of it looks a little silly, and it's got weird little designs on it, which doesn't make any sense. And then maybe you cut into it thinking, this is just going to be a fluffy, light, sort of sweet cheese. But actually, it's surprisingly dense. That's a great response. Perfect. Andrew, how about you? What is your overall thoughts and your cheese rating? Try to top that. 
I, I'm not gonna even attempt to top that. Uh, it, it was a lot of fun. Not not too much story. It does have a bit of a, an emotional core to it, of course. And a lot of the songs are very fun. Uh, a lot of great dancing, if you like dancing. There's a lot of dancing. Who doesn't like dancing? <laughs> um, everybody likes dancing, exactly. except for, you know, the people that don't. Jeez. Losers. That's me, I'm sorry. I don't- I don't like dance breaks in musicals. I'm the lame guy. Uh, I don't- who is this guy? Why do we let him on guy? the show? Why do you love musicals? <laughs> oh. Doesn't like dancing. Oh my god. Like dancing in musicals. Okay. As far as a uh, cheese rating goes, I can't really top his, so I'm just gonna give it a, a cheese, a New York style cheese pizza because it's uh, <laughs> che it's cheesy. It takes place in New York, and it's also like uh, bread, so it's a little savory too. There you oh go. yeah, very good. And tomato sauce. Ooh, who doesn't like tomatoes? All right, Jess. Here comes the negative one. Too much dancing. Too much dancing. <laughs> too much. I dancing. like Hello Dolly. <laughs> I but I really do wish I had a. <laughs> string cheese, American style, cheap and garbage. <laughs> Just because there's dancing. <laughs> no, no. I really like Hello Dolly. I don't love it. I wish I did. I think. The great moments are, like, so high that it's, like, past anyone's eyesight. Like, they go so high. Like, when the parade passes by is such an incredible number. Um, anything involving Dolly, like, just with us and, and the audience, like, me and Dolly together, I love it. But when it gets to, like, the secondary plot, I tend to, like, be like, all right, all right. But Hello, Dolly is such a fun number that I'm just, like, so, so pumped every time it happens. I feel like you're in love with Dolly, and that's kind of the problem. Hmm. Mm -hmm. Maybe that is it, but overall, I am giving this... <laughs> I, I am giving this Handkase, which literally translates... What? To hand it cheese. It is a type of cheese. It is a type of cheese in Germany, and it literally translates to hand cheese, because I put my hand in it. Oh. And also, you know what the Germans are famous for? Scheiße. Porn. Um, yeah. <laughs> Is that true? Coming full circle here. Porn? Yeah. yeah. And fisting. Yeah. Thank you guys for listening. <laughs> Adam, do you have anything you want to promote out to our wonderful audience for them to go check you out on? Yes, please do watch Encore starting November 12th, only on Disney+. Plus. I don't, we don't talk about fisting What's it Encore. about? Um, it, it's a, it's a, what is, what is, what is it about? Oh my God. Um, an encore. <laughs> I don't know what it's you about. You need to inform me. Okay. Encore is a new reality series produced and hosted by Kristen Bell. And every week we go to another high school in the country and we reunite cast members from a production of a high school musical Year in years gone by, we reunite them as adults and we make them perform it again for their friends and family. Uh, and we rehearse it in five days, and they're non professional performers who really bite off more than they can chew. And it's hilarious and also heartwarming, just like Hello Dolly. Um, mm -hmm. yes, please watch it, it's really Adam, great. I don't, Fantastic. I don't mean. I don't mean to be a party pooper, but the way you phrased that made it sound like every week a bunch of old people are putting on the musical High School Musical. No, sorry. Oh, that's confusing. That's a different series. Also on Disney Plus November 12th called High School Musical, the musical, the series. But that's a fictional show. No, no, no. We don't always do High School Musical. We, we do a different musical every week. So, like, for example... Do you guys take, uh, do you guys take requests? Can I get Jess to reprise his role in Into the Woods? Well, yes, actually. You can submit online. I forget the link to the casting thing, but if you Google it, it's pretty easy to find. We are constantly uh, taking submissions for other musical productions to reunite their casts. But we do casts anywhere, I think, from like, uh, we do a production of Beauty and the Beast in Texas, where they're just like in their late 20s, and they did their show 10 years ago, all the way to a production of Anything Goes in California, and they are in their 60s. They performed this show in 1975, haven't performed on stage since, and we bring them all back and make them do it again in five days. Wow. 
I guess if you're that old, in older days, a touch of stocking really is something shocking. <laughs> Either way, thank you for joining us on this show. Um, please review us on iTunes, Spotify, Stitcher. We're all there on Musicals with Cheese. Our Twitter is at Cheesy Musicals. Our Patreon is Musicals with Cheese. Our Instagram is also Musicals with Cheese, as well as our YouTube page. Our email is MusicalTheaterLives at gmail.com. Our title card is created by the incredible Jolene Casco. Adam, do you have any Twitter or any links you want to drop for us there? I sure do. You can check out my website, adamwalker.com, and you can also find me on Twitter and Instagram. Both of them are at ZebraAdam. And please look up his musical, Terrytown. He has it for basically for free on SoundCloud. It is free. And if we can make that go viral, I would love it. Oh because it has Jeremy Jordan, Andy Mientis, Krista Rodriguez. It's a great demo recording. I listen to it all the time. Thanks, and I'm Jesse. sure you guys will love it, too. Oh, I hope so. <laughs> oh, I hope so. Andrew, is there anything you want to say before we wrap this on up? I'm going to put a penny in my pocket and, and I'm going to get rich. Let's go. <laughs> All That's right. It. We'll see you next time. <laughs> on Musicals with Cheese. Hey, it's Leslie Odom Jr. here on the Broadway Podcast Network to tell you about the RISE Theater Directory, a program of maestro music. RISE is a national online resource designed to connect and empower backstage and administrative and creative theater professionals from underrepresented backgrounds. If you work or aspire to work in the theater community, this can help you find your next project. And if you hire theater professionals, search the Rise Theater directory to find your next team. Create your profile now and get more information by visiting risetheater.org. That's theater with an R-E-R-I-S-E-T-H-E-A-T-R-E.org because only together we rise. With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandslots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.